Hello. Hi. <laughs> this is take two. <laughs> you made it to Teachers Talk. Welcome, welcome. Episode 14. And the this big one four. is right after Halloween. So Ooh. hope you all ate lots of candy, had lots of pumpkin things. Mm. And yes. um, happy Monday. And I hope your children are not going wild. <laughs> yeah, they're either crashed off their sugar high zombies or they've come stocked and loaded ready to just maintain their sugar can i just say all day parents please one piece one is good one One piece piece. is good unless you want us to go cuckoo oh god (laughs) the day and so my fiance was telling me because he went to a catholic school that every year no matter what day halloween fell on they always had the day after halloween off which is so smart so smart and i know that like not every school can do that but like if that were a thing i would be so grateful (laughs) yeah i think it was it last year the year before that halloween fell on the full moon and oh and it was uh we were in school the day of I think Halloween, it was year two before. years ago yeah oh because last year was on Saturday oh you're right yeah so it would have been the year before that yeah. <laughs> it was a full moon <laughs> no thank you yes we do believe in the moon phases and oh if you are a teacher children. you know for a fact that those kids are something else on a full moon mm-hmm. I don't know what it is you can you can almost just be like you can see your kids and I remember looking at Maybe it was last year. I remember looking at my TA and I'm like, is it a full moon? Yes. And she's like, yes, it is. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could tell. I mean, you know it when you walk into the lounge and everyone's like, okay, it's, it's a full moon. And you're like, so yeah. weird. So weird. <laughs> it cracks oh. me up. But happy late Halloween. Yes. And let's take a poll on the gram. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite candy? Ooh, What's I like yours? that. Um, so for a very, very long time, oh, I, I go all, all over the place. <laughs> sour Patch Watermelon has always been my favorite, like for a sweet, sour, whatever. Mm, um, fancy. but I don't know. I also like chocolate, like Milky Ways and things like that. I'm Reese's. Twix gal through oh. and through. See, I would take a Reese's over a Twix. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, we'll put it on, we'll put it on the gram. Cool, cool. I love that. Tell us your favorite candy because... We want to know. Mm-hmm. But today is something sweet. <laughs> oh, look at that segue. I'm getting really good oh, at this. Oh, she's getting good. So Taylor's the segue yeah. queen. I am the no queen. longer allowed to segue anything because <laughs> your girl sucks at it. So I'll leave that to Taylor. <laughs> so our sweet little treat for today is how to build relationships with your students mm-hmm. because it's probably one of the, if not the most important thing that you as a teacher have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to do and i personally would say that you and i not to toot our own horns this is something that we are both really good at um and again see is super important yes and not to say i don't i'm not trying to be overconfident about it but when i met with our headmaster at our end of year meeting last year and she asks what like you're most proud of mine last year was that I was able to build really positive and good relationships with my students um because I see the benefit in it and I know Mm -hmm. how important it is and so that's what we'll talk about 
today is yeah. why it's so important to build and maintain and maintain we yes. are first class together they're fifth graders this year mm-hmm. and the fact that they all still stop by oh gosh they all talk about how they wish they were in second grade mm-hmm. and they make a ruckus too when yeah, they do it they do. <laughs> we have like one of the students walked by one day and we made up a handshake in the morning it was great you also have like a little saying. Is that with the him. same student? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I walk by him in the hallway now and I go, my man. And he does it back to me and he'll give me a fist bump. And this is totally opposite of what we talk about. With how we're supposed to be so professional. I know. <laughs> we're supposed to be like elevated language and so professional with our students. But with this student, he's just the coolest he's kid so ever. Funny. So I walk by him and I just go, my man. And then he does it back to me now but he did it when he was with his entire class and they all started laughing and I was like oh god I'm causing a problem it's fine (laughs) but it's great like I get to sit down and not sit down but like every now and again I get to see some of the fifth grade fourth grade third grade students and we'll just catch up briefly whether that's like outside at recess if we ever cross paths or sometimes oftentimes for me it's during pickup Mm -hmm. I get to be in the car line and yeah while they're waiting for their cars I'm like oh how's it I'm kind of jealous and that you have that duty it's so my great. duty I just stand by myself yeah it's kind of it stinks it's not as fun it's not as fun and you yeah. don't get to see everyone walk by I don't get to see everyone I see I have a handful of the same students that go and they're always usually prep students so I don't even know them that well yeah. And then I also get like cat called, which is no fun. Ooh, yeah, ew, because <laughs> I'm on like a main road and people are disgusting. So, but That's I don't want to talk about that. Awful. It's gross. <laughs> We're gonna go back to positive, positive relationships. Positives. <laughs> Anywho, so back to our star thing of the day. Star thing of the day. I love it. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> um, Skylar found a great article. I guess we have like two references that we'll mm-hmm. be using. While we talk about building student relationships and of course one is love and logic because always it's embedded in everything that we do what mm-hmm. we believe what we practice but Skylar found an awesome article yeah it's by um Trina Kaufman um it says building positive relationships with students and what the brain science says so I love this article because it breaks down basically like um the brain science obviously how building positive relationships is important for like development yeah but also areas yeah and what areas and then also how to do it so it's not just like telling us like the science but it's also giving us like some examples on how to build those relationships yeah effectively effectively yes but shout out to trina Mm -hmm. because today we're taking your research and we are going to share it with the pod world yeah and just discuss it yeah we just want to make sure we're giving credit to her because this is a really good article yeah but before we talk about all the I guess you could say great things that come with positive relationships why is it even important why Mm -hmm. should we as teachers be striving to form relationships Mm -hmm. yeah so this the article gives four reasons why um building those relationships is important but it's building it's so important just for their overall success and for yours too I mean you like we've said with love and logic kids are not going to want to do anything for you if they don't love you and yeah that (laughs) and it just makes our job that much more enjoyable to Mm -hmm. know that you have 
a group of people. Like mm. I honest to goodness, like consider my students, my people. Yeah. Because they get me going through the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would do if I didn't teach because yeah. these Same. students are my people. I. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so cheesy, but it's true. I told them this was a few weeks ago. I don't think I've said this on the podcast yet. I told them that I loved them. I was like, I love you all. We're just gonna like I, I said it oh, yeah. so nonchalantly. Yeah. I was like, I just love you all, like whatever. And the looks I saw I had students like get up in their seats, not get up, but like sit up straight and they all kinda like looked at each other and I was like moving on and then I I went back, I was like, Are you guys like confused because I said I love you? And they were like, Yeah, you just like you said you love I was like, Well, I do, I care about all of you. Yeah. And it was so funny the way they reacted because I saw like a few students like, Wait, did she just say that she loves <laughs> us? And I was like, Yes, I love you all. That's so funny. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. But um yeah, so we'll kind of go into the four ways that Trina mm-hmm. state the four reasons why it's important. So first one is that positive relationships can build motivation. So um, when you are, and we've talked about praise before, and when you're authentically praising a student or have a positive interaction, that student's brain is releasing dopamine, and that creates a cycle of because that those dope like dopamine's that good hormone right yeah it's the one that makes you feel happy or like makes you feel good so when you're praising a student for something positively and we've already talked about how to do that listen to um, the praise episode yes so when you are positively praising a student that releases dopamine in their brain and that is why they want to continue that behavior because they want to keep feeling that release of dopamine is dopamine the same one that's released when you exercise um no no uh I mean no I mean no I don't know oh okay I'm not sure either but yeah it's that hormone that makes you want to (laughs) keep feeling that way right (laughs) we are not scientists (laughs) please don't hate us (laughs) I prefer Um, history (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so it's just that um that positive interaction is really is helping their motivation and we've talked about intrinsic motivation as well all that good so it all I mean it all ties into building that relationship and how that can help their motivation um some things to do for that is um like greeting students by their name or um we've talked about how praising them for their effort rather than their um intelligence and things like that well yeah and I wanted to talk to that because when you authentically praise Mm -hmm. you are building a relationship so you need to please listen to the episode on praise because there is a difference between authentically praising someone on effort Mm -hmm. versus praising a child on their intellect and And they have huge differences Mm -hmm. in their demeanor and how they take that information in so you definitely want to be praising a child for their effort and perseverance things like that Mm -hmm. because that's what's going to release the dopamine Whereas, like, if you're just telling them that they're smart, it doesn't have the same effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, keep going. No, I mean, that was pretty much it. Um, you know, greeting them by their name is huge. We always stand in our door and greet our students every morning. Um, but when you say that, you said it earlier when we were talking, pronounce their name yes. accurately. And don't be afraid to ask because I have a student that has a somewhat difficult name and I heard some other teacher calling him something slightly different. And so I just, I went up to him and whispered. I said, hey, how do you pronounce it? And this is like 
not even like a couple weeks ago so we were already halfway through our Mm -hmm. quarter and I just like hey I really want to make sure that I'm saying your name how you want me to say it because he's a very quiet student and so he reiterated that I was saying it correctly so don't I just don't be afraid to make sure that you're saying a difficult name more correctly and learning and this is something we talked about too learning their names quickly and correctly Mm -hmm. so my goal is within the first two days to have every student's name down yeah and that should be it's it's a hundred percent doable i want to i even want to get it down in one day um but it's hard you know with 30 students I, i think it's probably more doable with less but we have 30 in each class so um that's just i don't know that's so helpful because if you're not pronouncing their name correctly like are you kidding that's but, not building a relationship at all and I love coming back to like your adulthood mm-hmm. right and who wants their name pronounced wrong yeah no one like no. no one that's just not a respectful thing to do mm-hmm. and if you're asking for respect from a child you need to give them all the respect back exactly and that the basic fundamental line of that is to pronounce their name yeah. accurately mm-hmm. um, but like Skylar said be vulnerable like it's okay to ask yeah and I'm sure that they would appreciate you asking as well Mm -hmm. and that goes for last names because I last week actually went around because I've been calling them by their first name primarily but every now and again I like to throw in their last name like Mr. blah 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 and um just make sure you're pronouncing those correct as well because they can get offended Mm -hmm. I mean it's their name and something they carry with pride so yeah yeah Absolutely. Um, Another thing that comes out of positive relationships is that it creates a safe space for learning, Mm -hmm. which you and I both see. And it's really beautiful when it does happen. But the more we talk, the more we laugh, the more that we interact, the body. So the science says that the body releases, pronounce it? Oxytocin. Oxytocin. I believe. I don't know what that is. But (laughs) it is the hormone that's released or the thing that's released that helps people bond with others and it creates a psychological safety Mm -hmm. which means in turn when you're doing this at school they're going to feel safe they're going to want to participate they'll ask questions they'll work hard I know like as a child I always hated raising my hand Mm -hmm. I never wanted to say the wrong thing I didn't want to be like the dumb kid and and or like if I were to zone out Mm -hmm. I never wanted to be caught. Oh, yeah. So I never wanted to ask a question. Mm -hmm. Let your kids know that they're safe here Mm -hmm. by bonding with them, talking to them inside the classroom, outside the classroom. And we'll talk later about like what we do Mm -hmm. in this area. But let them know that things are difficult. And like we said, oh, my gosh, what was it? Episode one? Where we talked about growth mindset and mojo. Watch mojo videos with them. Establish a foundation where they understand that mistakes and failures are going to happen. Mm -hmm. And that they are normal and that they are okay. Yeah. Um, And again, it also says how you do it is praising the effort rather than the outcome. Which I think is repeated throughout this entire thing. Yeah. It's and I mean we talked nonstop about that in our praise episode, um, but isn't yeah. it funny how it's intertwined? But mm-hmm. at the same time, you, when you think of praise, you don't always think to praise the um, effort. The effort. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and we talked about that last time too, is that we didn't realize that it could be so detrimental to yeah. just praise them for their... Oh, you're so smart. You're so smart. Well, because that's... And I caught yeah. myself saying that to a student the other day, and I was like, shoot, I shouldn't say I know. that. I know. <laughs> it was just so like, she like did something for me, and I was like, oh, that was so smart of you, which isn't a bad thing, but right. you definitely want to keep praising their effort rather than what they are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. They're smarts. Yeah. And I feel like the positive relationships build or create a safe space for learning goes into the next one really well Mm. as well, which is building new pathways for learning. Yeah. And that's talking about like neurological pathways in their brains. So like the science is saying that um, by connecting background knowledge, and this is where getting to know their interests and their um, likes and dislikes and things and what they bring to the table, what they bring to the table, like that helps to connect you want them to be able to connect their neurological pathways i kind of want to read from the article for that one um so tapping into students background knowledge will help them learn new information by acting or by activating neural pathways in their brains so developing a new neural pathway is like forging a new trail in the forest so we know that that takes time repetition all that stuff um but it makes sense to start where another trail already exists. So that's where it's really helpful to know their background knowledge so you can take something that they already know and help them develop a a new neural pathway to the new information that you're trying Mm -hmm. to teach them. So that's... That's such a good analogy. I know. Because if you think about it, you're not going to really want to forge a new trail if you're starting off the get-go. But when you bring in their interests, their hobbies, I love tapping into their background like Mm -hmm. cultural backgrounds yes um when we teach the ancient civilizations uh I have students that either practice the religions that we talk about or have some insight into like the civilization whether it's the writing or Mm -hmm. what have you they bring this information and then their joy their excitement inspires and sparks an interest for the rest of the class Mm -hmm. and they in turn get super excited about learning Mm -hmm. and I think I know I keep talking about history (laughs) all the time I'm gonna do it every episode but so like Skylar and I have said many times our school teaches history and science and those subjects repeat itself every off every so year so like we teach civil war second grade fifth grade also covers it we do life cycles in second. They'll see them again later on. Mm-hmm. And I think like fourth grade. So they see this information and like the analogy, they get the trail, right? What mm-hmm. they covered in second grade. And then when they get to fifth grade, they get to uncover the rest of the trail. Yeah. They're not starting from scratch mm-hmm. each and every year. No, that's so true. And then they get to dive deep. Mm-hmm. Like I really do feel like our curriculum, what does it say? It's an inch wide and a mile deep mm. versus a mile wide and an inch, inch deep. deep. Yep. So. Wow. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So then the last one. So we talked about, let's see, we talked about how it builds motivation. It creates safe spaces for learning, mm-hmm. building new pathways for learning. And then the last one um, is obviously improving student behavior. So we've talked about it and how vital it is to build that relationship and I've talked about my same student that I had so much trouble with in the beginning of the year um and now that I've built that relationship with him he is killing it like he's doing his work he's doing it well um because 
I'm going to read that quote. Mm. You can't make people angry and sell them something at the same time, Mm -hmm. right? Out of love and logic. It's It's true. true. You don't want to work for someone that you don't enjoy. No. And the same goes for adults. I mean, if we had a principle that we just despise, are we going to want to like do work for that? Exactly. No, we're not. So same goes for students. If they don't like you, you they're not going to work for you. They're not going to work for you. And it's also, I was always like, I had, if I ever had a student that didn't like me, no, I don't want to say like I didn't work hard, but it was kind of like, well, they don't like me, whatever. But now I'm like, you know what? They don't like me. I'm going to I'm going to make I don't want to say I'm going to make them like me, but I'm going to do build that relationship that I can do to still keep my authority, but also build a connection with them. Oh, that we should have prefaced this entire episode with that. (laughs) I'm serious because oftentimes you see teachers that falter on the line of being students friends and And not being their teacher, that authority figure. You're so right. Yes. Yes, you want to establish this relationship, but no, you are not their friend. Mm -hmm. You are not their friend. You are their authority figure. You are their teacher. You are their guide, their mentor, Mm -hmm. which you will build a relationship with, but you are not their friend. Yeah. And you can't. So be careful. And there is that fine line Mm -hmm. and you can, and I can kind of tell the difference between some teachers that I was that teacher yeah first year it's hard and it's hard not to because you just want them all to like you Mm -hmm. and you want them all to love you and want to be around you but you have to still keep that authority to where and I think you know in our love and logic episode we talked about like that savings account Mm -hmm. and you need to be able to make withdrawals and you can't make withdrawals if they don't respect exactly you. <laughs> you have to have respect yeah. from your students yep. and when you're respecting them they'll give it back mm-hmm. but I yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> a really good point I'm glad you said that yeah so just um it talks about how students and this goes back to I mean just modeling in general you should always be modeling your um Feelings? emotions yeah and, all and of them you should always I I cannot stand it when somebody cannot own up to their own mistakes so like if I made a mistake in front of the entire class I'm going to own up to that and I'm going to apologize for it if it needs apologizing but um your students mirror the behaviors that you you do I how do you well no yeah it says (laughs) in the article we teachers shape children's behavior and social skills and that's because the um frontal what is it prefrontal cortex frontal cortex um let me look because i just read it too Um, prefrontal prefrontal cortex doesn't fully develop until we're in our 20s like mm -hmm. 25 therefore we are shaping the way in which they behave the words that they speak the actions that we take Mm -hmm. and therefore we need to be fully aware of what we are doing what we are saying and how we're behaving yeah so that they can in turn take those skills Mm -hmm. and do that in their everyday life. Mm -hmm. So like the example we talked about in the last episode and episodes before, when you read that story to the students where you don't own other people's words, Mm -hmm. they're not yours to hold on to. Clearly her student, Skylar's student, took that and ran Mm -hmm. and kept those words and put that into her own life. Yeah, with her sibling. Which yeah is just and that just goes to show too and we even talk about like they pick up on mannerisms too not even yes. just like behaviors they pick up on your mannerisms oh last year I had a no two years ago a couple when we were in the same classroom yeah there was a child who could mimic 
us because we bring tea. green tea <laughs> to our classroom pretty regularly and it's uh-huh. like in this big 32 ounce cup yeah and apparently we sip it out the, like the side, side of, of our, our mouths, mouths. Both things that we don't realize that we do mm-hmm. and this child went home to his parents and was like look i'm miss brown i'm like are you kidding he picked up and his me? parents told us that that was so funny i remember and we didn't even notice because no. we both do it we both sip our tea out of the side of our mouths because we're like t- teaching or whatever it might yeah. be and he picked up on that or I had students that would pick up on my um like if I stutter my words I like freeze for a second I'm like Ugh, words and then I continue yes. and I had a student do that one time I was like oh my gosh yeah and my so, students this year with the I notice statement yeah they pick up they do they use they your mimic. words so when you are being kind to another human being especially we have two adults in the classroom at Mm -hmm. one time when you're showing kindness and you're showing respect you're showing vulnerability they're taking those actions into account Mm -hmm. and they're going to perform those and it actually has a scientific name it's called the mirror neuron Neuron system system. and that just means that our brains are practicing the action in which we are seeing but our bodies aren't moving yeah so it's like we're taking all of this information in, practicing it, and then spitting it out later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I was, yeah, I was just looking at that too. It's just that the research has shown that when they, when someone observes an action, it activates that like neural pathway that would be active if they were doing the task. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they're practicing it in their head and then essentially doing it afterward. But that's that's the same thing with our students I mean they're and again they're so young and so they are they're they're mimicking they're mirroring our actions which is honestly like kind of awesome it's yeah it's (laughs) nice to know that we have an impact on yeah how they they react to things and that's where it's vital as a teacher never Mm -hmm. to overreact on I mean yeah not never right I mean like as long as you're safe um (laughs) but just showing and explaining your emotions and how you're reacting so like if you're feeling frustrated you tell the students you know what I'm feeling frustrated I'm gonna take a few deep breaths yeah will you guys take some deep breaths with me or sometimes like there was one time where I had to like actually step out of the room for mm-hmm. a moment I said hey I'm I'm going to be right back yeah I just need to step outside gather my thoughts and come back mm-hmm. given there was another adult in the room Obvious. so we were able yeah. to do that but you do have to model how you cope with and get through different emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I am one that's easily overwhelmed mm-hmm. with noise. And Same. so my students see how I react and how I cope with these things and how I ask them to take a step back and mm-hmm. evaluate what's going on, Yeah, which has been really helpful. Mm-hmm. But I also had a student in years past Um, And I'm sure that everyone's had this once in their teaching career, a student that just implodes, like something goes wrong and they just blow up. Yeah. And it was so cool to see this child, how she started the beginning of the year with these big reactions to minor things Mm -hmm. and how through, how long are we together? 37 weeks. Mm -hmm. The end of 37 weeks, she was more able to cope with these little minor things that were happening Mm -hmm. and not explode yeah as often yeah I have a student that reacts 
like that to a lot of things so i'm like working on that with her mm-hmm. right now and how she can persevere <laughs> well and it's a hard skill i it mean is. they're seven eight and if you're teaching i mean this this child can be any age mm-hmm. you know that prefrontal cortex isn't there isn't fully developed until your mid-20s yeah and that's and that's the part of the brain that helps you regulate those emotions and those reactions so um it's not as easily controlled when you're young obviously yeah. so and it's learned through watching yes. and observing so but we do also so we talked a lot about like how to in the classroom model and how to like show what you're thinking and Mm -hmm. ask about interests hobbies learn names cultural backgrounds but you and I are also kind of crazy (laughs) we're not crazy but we definitely do go that extra mile um, when we are establishing relationships so oftentimes you'll see us at the sporting events Mm -hmm. you will see us at dance recitals yeah yeah you'll see us wherever we get invited we're happy to attend when we can yeah and that makes a huge impact Mm -hmm. on your relationship with that child yeah I was just reading this other article and I I exited out of it but I it was saying a teacher of like 20 something years and said the biggest thing she learned is that going to outside events is really what can build those relationships and I even think about it like because I just went to a soccer game Mm -hmm. for a student not only is it building that relationship with the student because they're so excited that you're there you're building a relationship with the family with the parents and they are so happy when their child is so happy um I just think of these parents that I got to go and see and they were just so grateful that I like took the one hour out of my Saturday to go watch this soccer game and I don't know it just it it makes me so happy because you get to have those conversations with the parents and then they get to learn more about you too and that also like help I don't know it helps develop that relationship with the parents which I think is also important because you want to build relationships with your students but also but you're a team but you're you're working with the parents on Mm -hmm. their child's development and their learning and and when you don't have that good connection with a parent as well it can be just as difficult I have good relationship if not more because I have a good relationship with a few of my students but I have difficulties with their parents and I get frustrated because I want that connection as well with the parents so going to those events and getting to sit with the parents and getting to talk to them is just as awesome as getting the students reaction but if you don't, and again, Sky and I are not parents, so yes. we can't speak on behalf of teachers that are also serving as parents. And mm-hmm. again, props to you all because you're really doing the dang thing. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, if you are not able to attend these events, there are times throughout the day where you can make this happen. And one thing that we do in the beginning of the year, we don't like icebreakers. Like, <laughs> normal icebreakers are not my jam. Mm-hmm. So we do, kids mostly love me or show and tell. Mm-hmm. So we do a small version called me in the bag and basically they get a paper bag. They put three items into this bag that tell a little bit about themselves Mm -hmm. and then they get to share that with the class. So it's super fun because I got to know my students day one, day two, day three Mm -hmm. as we were sharing these out. 
I get to learn that kids like technology, that they're artists, that they're readers. Yeah. I mean, that they like horses or turtles, <laughs> what have you. Yeah. And it just shows you a little bit of who they are. Mm-hmm. And you get to show yours as well. So the kids get to know you mm-hmm. on a different level outside of your teaching profession. Yeah. So that's always nice. But I literally think we said it in the last episode, how we go to recess Oh, every day. every day, yeah, we go one to recess. One recess. Where we go to the first one. Um, that's usually like a non-negotiable for mm-hmm. the most part, just so we can establish the relationship. So it's a 15-minute block. And there's full coverage out there. We're just kind of like additional coverage. Mm-hmm. But we also get to work on maintaining and building relationships yeah. and seeing them outside of their classroom self Mm -hmm. and I did get to I think we've discussed this before but we take like eval days where we're on campus and we're just working and the TA takes over Mm -hmm. but we get to take them to lunch and recess and to me that was what not last week but the week before I was like I kind of miss being a TA sometimes because this is the TA's responsibility is to take them to lunch and recess Mm -hmm. and that's when you get to like hang out with them the most because that's a full what 40 minutes 40 minute block yeah um of time that they just get to like hang out and And be social and be social and eat and all that stuff so getting to do that was really fun and I almost want to like do it maybe like once a quarter to where Mm -hmm. we could just go to lunch and recess with them um because it was so fun they just walked with me and talked with me and yeah and you get to see how they interact with each other outside Mm -hmm. of the classroom setting yeah which also tells you a lot about them and it goes back to then parent teacher conferences how we talked about how a parent loves to hear that you know their child yeah and fully fully and I it's hard when you don't have those relationships with students because then Mm -hmm. you can't like express I don't know as much information information to their parents and you just want you want the parents want to know that you love their child right (laughs) well that's nice because as we talk through these things like I know which students I need to continue to strive to build a relationship with Mm -hmm, and just all the benefits that will come with it Mm -hmm. so and one thing that I'm really going to start doing is the I notice statements out of love and logic yeah um again if you have that book I think it's on like page 20 something but it's just saying how I notice statements you just say hey Susie I noticed blah 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 you fill in the blank with something personal about the student something that's positive obviously Mm -hmm. and something that's also true it doesn't focus on school activities it doesn't focus on their intellect Mm -hmm. it just has something to do with them hey Johnny, (laughs) I noticed that you really like dinosaurs. I don't know why that's always my example, but I, and you can also even, uh, this might be like, eh, but like I, you could know, I noticed that your hair is in a ponytail today instead Mm -hmm. of down or vice versa. I like to sometimes ask like, Oh, who did your hair? Were you able to do that? Yeah. I, it just kind of gives you more insight. Or noticing when they get a haircut. I had like four mm-hmm. students get haircuts. I said, did you this get a week? haircut? This week? Same. No Same. way. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, it was this was week. Like, I had, I think, at least three or four students get haircuts. Yes. Yeah. They look <laughs> so cute. I know. So notice those things. Yeah. And that's, Small things. That's going to help build that relationship because they see that you notice them right and it's hard when you have a group of 30 children or however many students you have and you are trying to 
build those individual relationships, but just pointing out little things, they really, they take that to heart and they, they see it. Well, and we said in the last episode, how we're working on not associating I like and I love with I notice statements. Yes. And I knew that we weren't supposed to, but I didn't know. I didn't remember why. Mm -hmm. But looking in Love and Logic again, it reads, kids who have a low self-esteem often feel manipulated when the teacher says I like Mm -hmm. or I love, which is interesting that they feel manipulated Mm -hmm. when it's not... You're not trying to put it off that way. Yeah. But they get turned off and Mm -hmm. they'll just shut down. Yeah. So just using, oh, I noticed that you have your belt on today. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Cool, cool. See you later, buddy. (laughs) That's it. But yeah, work on those relationships, continue to build them. And honestly, yes, you get all the benefits that are listed above. But best of all, you get to have relationships with people, human beings Mm -hmm. that will continually last, hopefully, a lifetime, Mm -hmm. which I think is one of the most beautiful parts of our job is when our kids are adults (laughs) and they come back or they reach out to me. That's that's the moment I'm looking for. That's uh, Yeah, I'm waiting for that. I mean, it'll be years to come but right I'm looking forward to that moment where oh if I if a student came back to me my TA I could do not I would I would ball my little eyes out <laughs> but I think because I tried to contact my first through third grade teacher she was the same person mm. but I can't find her anywhere no I know and like I tried to add her on Facebook I just can't locate her yeah but I want her to know that she has such a big impact on my life mm-hmm. and what she's done to get me to where I am now. Yeah. But I I just, I wish maybe this podcast will find her. Mm -hmm. Debbie Horton, if you're out there, shout out to you. You have done more than you will ever know. So I I hope that one day, 20 years down the road, (laughs) one of our kids will remember us and hopefully be able to find us. I feel like social media these days (laughs) make it super easy. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's, that's all we have, though. That's, that's positive. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of positive. Yeah, that's why I was going to You go. Say. I forgot mine. Okay. Um, something positive. Um, Something positive is just that it's, we're recording this on fall break and that it's so... It's fall, y'all. It's, oh, God. <laughs> we, we did mm. this episode. This is our second take. <laughs> this is our second In the take. first episode, Skylar's like, it's fall, y'all. <laughs> I was like, I what? kid you not. I don't know what was happening <laughs> in my brain. But I didn't realize that this episode would come out right after Halloween. And then I was like, oh, shoot. It's then November when you guys are listening to this. Happy fall, (laughs) y'all. And then then Taylor made fun of me. So it's fine. We're fine. Um, But it's fall break and the weather is getting beautiful. And I just really appreciate it. I was walking my dog and I was like, wow, it is beautiful out. And I just am so appreciative of beautiful weather. Agreed. Hey, we talked about mine. Do you remember what I said? Because I definitely don't. <laughs> I swear to goodness. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this is what I'm going to say for my positive. Oh, and then boy. It went I don't know. right out the door. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of positive things going on. I go to Tahoe, so I'm really excited about that. There's your positive. Yay. Um, it's going to be 39 degrees as a high. So ooh, it is fall. Fall. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But thank you. Oh, we got a plug for our stuff so that people can find us like our future students oh, that are going to be adults one day. <laughs> I hope we're doing this that long. Oh man. Are we going to do this for that long? We're going to 
we'll still be teachers. That's only if you guys give us more topics to talk about. Yes, we do have a running list, but find us on the gram at teachers underscore talk underscore podcast. Or you can send us an email at teacherstalkpod at gmail.com. And then last time I mentioned that we do have a TikTok, but to be honest with you, there's still nothing on there. We tried to record a TikTok and I don't know how well it turned out. So you may or may not see it eventually. Who knows? But the um, handle for it is Teachers Talk Podcast, which (laughs) is really easy. There you go. So yeah, it's just us teachers talking and TikToking. And TikToking, oh, yeah. that was cringy. That's our that's our sign to go. <laughs> that's our. I'm picking up my coffee and it's time to go. Okay, goodbye everybody. <laughs> Have a great fall, y'all. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>